Today, I'm interviewing my husband, Brian, because he's going to share his experiences doing gentle parenting for a lot of years. We started with our kids in foster care. Now we are gentle parenting our twins. And it's different. It's different how I experience gentle parenting versus how he, as a father, a man, experiences gentle parenting. So I'm very curious how he sees gentle parenting, how he sees parenting in general, parenting our twins. Yeah, buckle up because it's going to be a fun ride before we go there. If you want to start 2024 with all the tools, everything that you need to gentle parenting in 2024 with limits, without becoming permissive, come to our free class in HIC Parenting Education. It's going to be on January 16th, and I'm going to share with you the roadmap to bring more peace to your parenting so you can make gentle parenting a reality with limits. All you have to do to register is just open the description of this podcast episode, or if you're watching us from YouTube, open the description of the YouTube video, and then the link is there. If you are watching us from TikTok, from Instagram, the link is in my bio. All you have to do is give us your best email so we can send you the Zoom link and join us. It's a free class, and I'm going to be there as well as our HIC parenting team. Okay, so I'm going to interview Brian, and let's go. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey everybody <laughs> we are doing a tic-tac live right now so yeah. he's saying hi to everybody and uh, this is the first time after two years podcasting here in the parenting with understanding podcast that i have my husband i've interviewed a lot of people mm -hmm. your first time yeah here. yeah how i'm more of a behind the scenes guy how do you feel being like i'm more behind the scenes guy <laughs> <laughs> but i'm good okay so let's start with my biggest question. Mm -hmm. You grew up with spanking. Mm -hmm. How did you imagine you were going to raise your children before we had kids? Hmm. I think that started when we were doing foster care. A lot of how we did foster care shaped, I think, maybe even the gentle parenting because with foster care, you can't spank kiddos <laughs> in foster care, right? And we did that for several years. I don't know if I thought about it. I probably thought that I was spanked. I'm going to spank too. And I was like in my head, oh, I turned out okay. But did I really? <laughs> so I don't know if I really thought much about it until we started doing foster care. And then there's certain boundaries you have with that. We were kind of catapulted into gentle parenting in a way through mm -hmm. that. And we saw great results, how we handled the behaviors with our kiddos and 
therapeutic foster care. It wasn't just foster care. It was high behaviors, like the toughest kiddos with mental diagnosis. You name it, we saw it, and we saw great results. So I think it's like, huh, we need to do this with our bio kids too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you said that you kind of stumbled upon gentle parenting. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah. And what solidified your, okay, this is something that I want to do with my bio kids when I have bio kids? Well, I think a few things that how we saw the positive results with the kiddos we worked with in foster care, we saw really good results there by using a lot of gentle parenting techniques. And also, even as a school counselor, I'm a school counselor. So I work with kiddos from kinder to eighth grade. And I think I've been doing that for so many years. It just comes natural. So it's almost like it was a transfer because how I deal with the kids at school, when there are behaviors or teachers having a hard time with a student's behavior, you don't go into the class and pull them out and abuse them or spank them or no, it's a different approach. So I think I've kind of been shaped with gentle parenting in other areas of my life. And it just is an easy transfer when we start raising Santi and Miguel. Hmm. Many fathers in my account and even among our clients in HIC parenting, they have a fear. And the fear is that they need to toughen up their children. And if they don't show them that the world is not always going to regulate with them and talk about emotions and quote unquote, cuddle them and their emotions, then they're not going to be strong individuals. Do you have that fear starting gentle parenting? No, because actually the opposite, you know, I teach as a father, I teach them to identify their emotions, to verbalize what they're feeling. And that takes a strong person to do that. I mean, If you're kind of overpowering the kid and they're suppressing how they're feeling or they have fear of expressing their emotions, I mean, that's worse in my opinion. So that's weak. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it actually takes a strong person to be able to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling upset right now. What can I do with that feeling? I can talk about it. I can take a break. I can use some cool down time, having tools in their tool belt to manage their emotions. So I'm actually empowering them as a father Mm -hmm. to identify how they're feeling, verbalize it. Let's say they're in this situation and they're uncomfortable. I teach my boys to be able to express themselves. And so that actually takes strength to do that. So there's misconception of, oh yeah, they're going to turn out weak. No, not at all. They're actually going to turn out strong because my job, I'm not raising boys, I'm raising them to be men. So to be men, to express themselves, to stand up for themselves, to identify feelings, to own their feelings, to know how to navigate through those, to navigate through life. So yeah. Mm. In HIC parenting, we work with so many fathers who have no idea how to express their emotions and who have a really hard time connecting with their kids when their kids are dysregulated or in their chaos. And just the fact that you say that lets me know that giving our boys tools for them to grow up to be fathers who are going to connect with their kids, not shut down, 
not give their wives the silent treatment because they don't know what's even happening in the inside of them. That's huge. Mm-hmm. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, how I grew up, it was if there was big emotions or something, it was kind of brushed under the rug or if I was upset, maybe I get yelled at for acting out or something. So it's the emotions are and feelings are, you know, are neither right nor wrong. There's being angry. It's neither right nor wrong. It's a feeling. It's an emotion. So, okay, what do you do with that feeling? You know, so I teach our boys, what what do you do with that feeling? People say, oh, you were mad. You were, they were angry. They're okay. Great. No problem. There's nothing wrong with being angry. And sometimes parents will say, oh, their kid's angry and they were yelling. Okay, there's nothing wrong with being angry, but like for Santi Miguel, I teach him, okay, so you're angry. Okay, what can you do with that feeling? And to acknowledge the feeling, yes. And then how can you express that in a healthy way that's not going to hurt them or somebody else? Because a feeling is neither right nor wrong. It's just a feeling, right? So kind of what we do with it, our choices with it. But a lot of people don't, I think maybe they push those feelings aside and they're like, oh, I'm only going to acknowledge, oh, the positive feelings and that. No, because, you know, we have over 40,000 different feelings that come through us every day, over 40,000, you know, Mm -hmm. boom, 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 boom. And they could up, down, we could seesaw between some. So we need to know how to manage all those. So that's why I try to teach the boys do that. How different is your experience how do i word this because we don't gentle parent the same at all no so from your perspective how different have you seen how you as a father a man gentle parent versus me as a mother yeah mm, i think i'm firm with them so gentle and firm so i'm not so what do you mean that i'm not firm <laughs> well, I'm more firm than you are. <laughs> so let's see the difference. Well, you have a sweeter voice, you know. I listen to them too and validate, but I think maybe my tone might be more firm or I focus a lot on the natural consequences of something. So what you do also, but I don't, let me see the difference. That's a good question. Yeah. I think maybe in my voice tone, maybe I'm more firm and yeah. This is why I feel when I have my serious tone for the twins, it does not feel as, oh, I need to straighten up right away as when you have this serious firm tone and you don't yell. Sometimes no. you do if you're frustrated. Yeah, but sometimes I do. Most of the time you don't. So it's not about yeah. the yelling, but just about the presence, the fatherly presence of, hey, I'm communicating a boundary to you. I feel like it gets... The message is received by them a little differently. Mm, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not a yeller, but yeah, sometimes I think that's one of my struggles is managing, and maybe with anyone, just managing our own emotions <laughs> and knowing that a lot of times the behaviors aren't about us, but so I got to make sure I'm taking care of myself so that I can best take care of the boys' needs too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were to give a message to a father who is listening right now to this episode, what would you say to that father? Let's just imagine father at the other side of yeah. this screen. Well, I think our goal as fathers are try to raise our kids to be either young men, if you're raising boys or young women, if you're raising girls. And I think that's our goal. And we want to do that the best way. So 
how can you do that? So you want to have your kiddos be emotionally intelligent. And so how can you do that to support them in all areas of their life? I think as fathers, sometimes there's this thing where provide and protect, which is we provide financially and we want to protect our families and providing is not only like financially, but it's providing skills with emotional intelligence, with how making good choices. So I would say the biggest thing is to help your kiddos tap into their emotions, to identify them, to recognize them, what to do with them when they have them so they can be well-rounded individuals. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, like I said, as a father, just a misconception of gentle parenting, gentle doesn't mean weak at all. I mean, like I said, I'm gentle and firm. So, which is, I think it's a strength because I'm not in my emotions. I'm not yelling at the boys. I'm I think that's one of the biggest strengths that I see you have as a father, that you are able to almost separate your own emotions from what's happening in front of you. If they're having a tantrum, a meltdown, sibling conflict, uh, Mm -hmm. most of the time you're able to see the behavior separate from, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's a strength because that it allows you to respond more assertively than if you're in your feelings, feeling disrespected. That's a big thing. Like men, they like to feel respected. It's kind of like one of their main needs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the kids' behavior look disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about our own twins. I'm talking about kids in general. Like, oh, I'm not going to be disrespected. I'm going to power and control. I'm going to power over you. And you're going to submit or you're going to, yeah, that's like a misconception. No, I think, you know, I'm secure enough to know. And I have to remind myself to QTIP, quit taking it personal. It's not about me. It's about what they're going through or something they're struggling with, an emotion they're struggling with, if they're fighting or if they're in an argument or if Asante's having a meltdown or something and yelling. I know it's not about me. I know he needs something. He needs a break. Whatever he needs at that moment, it's about what he needs, not about me. So I think that Q-tip, quit taking it personal is something that I have to remind myself of and that I also teach other adults to like the teachers that I work with because some of the teachers, they take it personal and they want to get into a power and control thing. And it's not about that. Nobody ever wins in a power and control battle. So Mm -hmm. Somebody on TikTok is saying I'm staring at you a lot. How do you feel about that? That's okay. Yeah, that's good. I love you. I love you. (laughs) If you are a mother or if you are someone who wants to share this podcast episode with a father who might be on the fence of trying respectful parenting or who's struggling to apply it or who does not know how this could work being a father, I encourage you to share this podcast episode with that person If you have not followed us, I encourage you to follow us. You can follow our podcast episode. All you have to do is to click subscribe to the podcast. And one thing, if any of the things have helped you in your parenting, could you please leave a positive review? All you have to do is open the podcast, look for the place where you can leave a positive review. That will help us get to more parents 
so they can know that they can absolutely bring more peace to their parenting and raise emotionally healthy children using parenting with understanding. Follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube at Heimpet Club. Thank you so much for being here. And remember that it only takes understanding of yourself as a parent and of your children to transform your parenting. Thank you, Brian. All right. Yeah, it's my pleasure. <laughs>